Hey, hi there. How are you? How's your family? Did you have a good week? Welcome to Uncomfortable Truths and Hair Brain Schemes. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Megan Garcia, a.k.a. Maggie, a.k.a. Snake, a.k.a. Little Baby Yoda. Each week, my best friend and I discuss truths that are uncomfortable and schemes that are harebrained. Hey, say hi to our audience, best friend David Christopher. Hola, audience. Sometimes we talk about history. Sometimes we talk about politics. But we do not limit ourselves because that's not something we do. We hope you will grab a delicious beverage of your choosing and sit back and enjoy the sweet sounds of our voices. What you drinking today, David Christopher? I'm going back to an old classic many of our fans might remember, which is uh, Top Hat Ginger Beer. Ah, okay. And this time, I am not actually drinking something local. I got a sparkling rosé, but I bought it locally at one of my favorite places to hang out in White Center, uh, Beer Start. And um, so if you want to sponsor us, Beer Start, hey, hi, we're out here doing a thing. Hey. Beer Star, two locations, White Center and Tacoma, Washington. Stop by. Tell your friends, neighbors. You'll get a theme song out of it. <laughs> You'll get a star. Star! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, why don't you kick off this week with your uncomfortable truth and or hair brain scheme. I I, I'm going to go with my uncomfortable truth. And that is that I am slowly forgetting words. Yeah, I, I, there are words that just uh, recently I haven't been able to, they just, I'm like, I should know that word. I know. I heard that happens when you get old. That's what I was afraid of, but it's not the case. And I was, I was confirmed that it is all the pandemic's fault. Apparently we've all been so socially isolated that there is a huge uptick in people, like their vocabulary reducing because we're not out there flexing these social muscles. I do notice that, that I am starting to drop words. Um, like I'll be in the middle of telling somebody a story and I'll, and I'll forget a word and I'll just be like, I use this word all the time. I know how to describe things. Uh And then all of a sudden now I'm just like, what is that? So it's, if you or someone, you know, is forgetting a word, it's not old age. It's It's, the pandemic's fault. It's the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Thanks pandemic. Yeah. What about you? Oh, (laughs) what are you you uncomfortable with or what have you Device that's harebrained. I'm just uncomfortable normally, uh, um, but I had a harebrained scheme this week <laughs> um, that is ridiculous. So I always want to be comfortable, right? Yeah. I've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle in my head. I'm slowly getting there. Like, I'm pretty relaxed, but I want to be a little more wealthy. I want to be like, I don't have to work. I choose to work. I tell people right now, I mean, I don't have to work. That's not true. We have serious jobs, though. We have serious jobs. And I have to work because I keep buying Baby Yoda things. (laughs) So I have to have a job. But I want to be independently wealthy. Mm -hmm. And so my harebrained scheme was to get a time machine. Um, And in that time machine, I figured out, like, go back in time. Mm -hmm. Like, go right before, like, everybody went crazy and, like, ran out to San Francisco Mm -hmm. and, like, got all the gold. So, like, I don't want to be, like, the first person because I don't – I need to – I need to fly under the radar, okay? So, I can't be, like, the first person (laughs) to go discover all this gold. So, like, wait, like, a day or two. Okay, sure. Yeah, but, like, so the idea, though, is, like, wealth is the driver, and we – you have secured a time machine. I have secured a time machine. Possibilities, endless. Oh, yeah. Any, like, thing you can imagine. Wealth is the target. Mm -hmm. Time machine will help you get there. Mm -hmm. But you zeroed in on a very specific way to get money. So here is my plan and how I secure the wealth. So I take the time machine. I go back. Mm-hmm. I pan for gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I get all the gold. Now you're wondering, but what do you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like I could just go from, like, when was the gold rush? Like, 1890s? 
1880s? I think it was in, I think it was the 1849. That's why they're called the San Francisco 49s, the San Francisco Gold Rush of 1949. <laughs> I knew that the 49ers <laughs> was related to the Gold Rush. Yeah. Um, but that, that, you know, that 49 is glaringly obvious. Cool. <laughs> so, um, so go back to like the 1840s, 1850s, mm-hmm. get all this gold and like hide it. Or something. The idea was to... But I'm going to hand it down to generations, but they can't ever touch it. Yeah. There's there's going to be, like, this safe, Mm -hmm. and only you and I will have the code. And then we have to... It's in dual control. Mm -hmm. Like, because, you know, that's a technical term in my industry. Yep. Yep. We'll have to be in dual control, which means two people have to be present at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. And you and I will have the combo, <laughs> and we will open up the safe, mm-hmm. and then that's how we become wealthy. True. Flawless I, plan. I, but I love it. Like, there was no, like, the reason I love this harebrained scheme, it was, like, it was, like, very specific to the gold rush. It wasn't, like, go and invent something. Right. Go and just get the winning lottery numbers right. or anything. And not even, like, go oh. back a couple of years. It was, like, set this plan in motion you know why, 150 years. You know, this is why you're more than just my kid's father. <laughs> <laughs> you helped me work smarter, not harder, because I was going to go pan for gold. But you're right. I could just go back, like, like even a month ago yeah. and, like, get the winning lotto numbers. And then I could... Win the lotto, but I I'm not greedy. I would only do it yeah. once. If you're smart enough, also to somehow come across a time machine, like the possibilities are endless. Like oh, David Christopher, you could just David sell the time machine David technology. If there is anyone <laughs> that will just happen to stumble across true a, a time machine. Mm-hmm. It would be me. Absolutely. Look what I found. Little baby Yoda. Yeah. Say hello to the newest member. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that was my harebrained scheme. Nice. Flawless. Perfectly executed. But I kind of like the idea of not going back all the way to 1849. And just going back last month with the lab. No, I want to pan for gold. And I want I want to know if there were actual people that said there's gold in Demdar Hills. True. Like, but there's so many, like, yeah, there's, yeah, that's a, that's just a very, sp- yeah, it, it can happen. I think it, it all can. we need is a time machine. You have the will, you have the plan. I'm like 90% of the way. Nice. So moving forward this week, let's talk about uncomfortable truths. What is the uncomfortable truth that you have researched? Extensively. Extensively. Um, He's like Hermione. Yeah. It's, it is a hotly debated topic, um, and, and we're digging into, is Pluto a planet? And according to science, it isn't. But a lot of scientists are stuck in their ways, and they're like, but it totally is a planet. And, and then people, Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you. You're like Mr. Wizard. I can't be bothered with science. True. And learning terms mm-hmm. and things. Um... So, do you happen to know what categorizes a planet? I do, actually. So, a planet, according to scientists, Mm -hmm. um, is uh, the three characteristics of a planet is the object must have an established orbit around the sun. The object must have a strong enough field of gravity to make it round-ish. A very scientific term, roundish. Roundish, not yeah. spherish. Yeah, no, roundish. In science, the term, the, the, the suffix ish is used a lot. Mm, I get yeah. that. I use that. Yeah. Um, and then the object must have a gravitational pull strong enough to clear the neighborhood around its orbit. And and I, I like that. I don't want to, I don't want to brag, but I feel my personality could be classified as a planet. <laughs> <laughs> carry, carry on, professor. <laughs> Be 
weirdo von so, weirdo. So before we before we go further, like you know how there's people that, and we talk about this on the shows of people like, well, this has just always been what it is, and like I'm not budging. Oh, people that are like set in their ways, totally, and, and even with all sorts of facts presented yeah. to them and things explained why this is how it used to be, but now we've progressed or further evidence has been has made it clear yeah. that. This is not the way it is. You're saying that scientists are guilty of doing that as well. Oh, dude, yeah, totally. So in 2003 is when they just decided that Pluto was no longer a planet. And that's one of those things I know a lot of people are like, my childhood is ruined. You know, things like that. It's like, well, it wasn't ruined. It's just not a planet anymore. Because this new definition, which was voted on by scientists through a scientific vote, I'm assuming, made it happen. Um, But... Like, years later, in, like, 2019, so, like, just a couple years ago, um, the uh, the NASA administrator, Jim Breidenstein, he said, Just so you know, in my view, Pluto is a planet. You can write that NASA administrator declared Pluto a planet once again. I'm sticking by that. It's the way I learned it, and I'm committed to it. So, you know, science. So, I like... Kind of just somebody who's like, this is how this is how it was taught, so that's just the way it is, and like we're not changing. I do feel like since Pluto was declassified, is that the right word as a planet? Yeah. That I feel like I have whiplash because sometimes it, they're like, no, it was a planet. No, mm-hmm. it is a planet. No, it's not a planet. No, but maybe, but also not. And it's like scientists get it together. So they've gone back and forth. That's been the whole thing. They've gone back and forth. Is it a planet? Is it not? There's a couple of things I want to call out just like in, in favor of people who are saying, well, that's the way I've always learned it. Because I'm sitting here saying that's a stupid argument. That's not like a – that's not a substantial way to like to it's justify something. I wouldn't say that it's a stupid argument. I think that's a little harsh. Okay. What I, I will say is that – I don't think that's a valid argument because there should be more than just like, that's the way it is. Okay, great. That's the way it was. Yeah. But now, yeah, it's stubborn. You're not, I don't know. I just never want to be sedentary. And, and my biggest fear is to lose my desire and ambition to, to continue education. Yeah. Educating myself, you know, because you never stop learning. And there's things that have changed so much since even you and I were even in our 20s and our 30s that are way different now. And yeah, change is scary, but it's also kind of cool because if we didn't, if we just stayed in Virginia, Mm -hmm. like our whole entire life as we know it would be completely different. Mm -hmm. And our life is so freaking awesome. Like, you guys, you don't even understand yeah, like how best awesome. Life ever. Like, life, I, life goals? Me, for sure. I have the best life ever. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the whole point on it, though, is I think a lot of people, I agree with you. I think people like to, they, they like the status quo. And I think they, I think it frustrates them or it worries them when they have to change everything, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately, my point on the whole, like, I, I, I think it's, yes, stubborn that they're, like, saying that this is the way it should be. But I'll also counter with the fact that, A, in order to define a planet, actually didn't seem to go through much scientific rigor. It was actually done by vote. And this is something that I learned about when I was reading. There's apparently like 10,000 scientists that kind of should have been involved in this vote. Um, so it's kind of like our government, right? Only like 294 actually ended up showing up to vote. 294 out of 10,000? Yes. First of all, we've democratized democratized science, which I don't think it should be that way. I think it's kind of like one of those things where it's like... Rude. It, Excuse no, me. Like I have three quarters of a degree true. that is science-based, yeah. yet politically based. I have a three quarters of a true. political science degree, is what I'm saying. I was a scientist. I didn't get invited... <laughs> So you, <laughs> you weren't. I didn't get to vote. So, I wanted to rock the vote. So there's a couple like huge callouts on this, right? Like one is that the the big argument is well, there's ten thousand scientists that like were asked to vote on this, and only two hundred ninety four. And so like since two hundred ninety four voted on it, it's not really fair to call this. And it's like, well, where are the other? I don't know, like four thousand nine hundred and something 
that didn't show up to vote. Like, they sh- they should have exercised their right to vote and voted on plan. But just the fact that it was voted on, um, I think the... Is it just scientists or is it, like, I want to say astrologists? Uh, yes, astrologists, yes. <laughs> I think astronomers? No, no, Astronom- no. Uh, no, no. Astronomers. Astrologers. No, yeah. astrologers. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, you know what? That could ma- And maybe they were busy doing other things. Yeah. Like telling fortunes, right? Yes. Like reading signs. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, <clears throat> the fact of the matter is that, like, this whole thing has been, was, was decided on that. The criteria that is really up in the air is... On the planet, and they said clearing the neighborhood, which also just seems really aggressive, like a planet. How just large like, is a is an outer space neighborhood? I don't, like I don't know, like the big. big. <laughs> so basically, what they said is like they they don't know if Pluto can go through and knock things out of the way ah. out of orbit. So it kind of like goes through, and it's 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 strong enough in its gravitational like stability to not be knocked off course, but is not strong enough to knock things that it hits out of the way. Um, so all these things that keeps on like running into, they just kind of stay there. Whereas all of the planets in the solar system outside of Pluto, like bang things out of the way. They're like, get out of here. So they're kind of ill mannered. They are. The other thing that they're saying is like, it's, it's if we decide that Pluto is a planet, then there are three other planet toids. They're called like, what are they called? Like uh, dwarf planets or small planets or it's, something no, like that. No, it's dwarf planets. It's dwarf planets, it, yeah. That is yeah. The, the last I heard. Yeah. Pluto is categorized as a dwarf planet. It is. I thought also, in order to be a planet, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> I'm going through some voice changes right now, yeah. apparently. Uh, I thought in order to be categorized as a planet, there is something, the presence of something like water or something like that. I am I just yeah no I don't I mean I don't I I feel I've read a lot of that con- may have been voted on at some point in the science congress I don't point. know but it, like yeah so it's uh, there there are three other dwarf planets. In that, that go around our sun just like Pluto does. Right. And so it's like, fine, if you want to call Pluto a planet, then you also have to call these other planet, a dwarf planets a planet. And so it's like, it's there's certain people who, you know, when we grew up, we learned there's nine planets, right? And so it's like, if we want to call Pluto a planet, then we got to do these other three. It's, and like, just a couple other fun facts on Pluto, though. So it was only discovered in 1930. And when it was discovered by a guy named Clyde Tombaugh. Um, and like that same year, apparently they just let an 11 year old decide on the name of it. Right. Um, what? Yeah. Wait, Venetia Barney, she named Pluto. Like Pluto's never been taken, Pluto's never been taken seriously. They're just like, okay, some guy discovered they're like, whatever. And they're like, all right, kid, what do you want to call it? Pluto. Like they haven't showed Pluto love, Pluto love from the outset. So now, so since they let a child, I never knew that, since they let a child name the planet Pluto, and it was 1930, was it in fact named after the dog, right? Because Mickey Mouse, like... Like, it was 1928 mm-hmm. when the first Mickey cartoon was, was aired. Okay. And I feel like Pluto was there shortly afterwards. Yeah. So I wonder, because, like, Pluto is the god yeah. of the underworld. In, right? Isn't yeah, it? I think in Roman mythology. I don't my, I, I I read five pages of that one book that I bought. Yeah, Hades is in Greek mythology. Pluto is... Oh, like, okay. Can I side note? This yeah. is totally off. Can I can I tell people absolutely my Hades story? My Hades. Have I ever told you about that? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You probably have. <laughs> I've heard everything. So when I was younger, and I would hear the say and the saying or like the phrase, yeah. it's how does Hades in here? I was singing the country, Haiti. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because it's Caribbean, it's Caribbean. Yeah. so it's like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Hot, it's hot. It makes sense. Is that hot? Though? It's like it's like it's moderately hot, but it's it's, not it's like closer hot. to the equator. True. Than like we are. I think about when we lived in Virginia, how hot and humid it would get, and we were high. We were further away yeah, yeah. from the equator. This is down in the Caribbean, so it's hot and humid yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. It's like the perfect place to grow coffee. So I totally thought that Hades was Haiti. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Re- <laughs> I didn't realize. My bad. My apologies. No, no. Uh, 
but yeah, like, no, that's, I, I actually thought about that too. I was like, cause I thought Disney was like all his characters came out a little bit later, but that makes sense. Right. That, but like, how did she get that? Did she call into like the radio show and they're like, Hey, we found a new, got a new planet. First I'm, caller gets to name it. The other thing that I found out is how tiny Pluto actually is. It is the size, like its mass could fit on half of America. Like flatten out Pluto, flatten it out, and it could fit and like half of America. Eat it onto the globe, and oh, it's like like it's tiny. you know what you know what Pluto sounds like. Do you remember the Little Prince? Yeah, 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 and like yeah, yeah. How he kind of like he locks like, on the surface mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, that almost sounds like what Pluto's like. <laughs> yep. So. The other thing is, like, it's so far away from the sun, so, like, if you're weight conscious, like, you'd weigh a lot less on Pluto. Like, so if you weigh 60 pounds on Earth, you'd weigh four pounds on Pluto. I need to go to Pluto. Or, when people ask me my weight, I should oh, version <laughs> of my weight. I'm just saying. I, I, would, I wouldn't be as self-conscious. And you wouldn't be lying, though, either. If someone's I'm like, not lying. How much do you weigh? Be they like, don't specify No, no, they, exactly. They're not like, Earth. like, yeah. They also don't specify moon. Yeah. That would be fun. How it's, much do you weigh? The, Nine bajillion pounds. Speaking of moons, <laughs> Pluto has five moons. And the one of the concerns. Well, that's just excessive. It's like right for this tiny little thing that. We have one. I know, yeah. Whatever. Like, what? Jupiter, how many do they have? I don't, like, Saturn? I, like, they've got lots. So. I know they have lots, but I feel like that's excessive. And they're Pluto, also, settle down. Yeah. You're not even a real planet. So it's like, oh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, and you're right. You're absolutely, according to science right now, Pluto is not a planet. And I think the, the uncomfortable truth in that, it just goes back to a lot of the things we've talked about before, is that we've heard a certain thing, right? We spend our life with a certain reality, and then somebody comes in and has a tiny little vote, and it's like, JK. And it's their own fault for not voting. It, no, exactly. But also, it, so does, it there, doesn't change anything. I, I wonder, that scientist that was like, oh, well, they can say it's not a planet, but I've always known it's a planet, so it's going to be a planet. Did that scientist vote? So this was the administrator. So he's like some, like, probably just like big wig. He probably doesn't even know what science is. He's just like, I'm a guy who's the boss. Boo. And like, yeah, exactly. So I'd like to speak to his manager. Please. But can you imagine all like the science he like people, all like the like geeky NASA people that are like doing all the smart people work. Yeah. And this like big dopey guy comes up. There's like, it's not a planet or it is a planet. Oh, And I they're like, that. oh my God, just say you. I hate, I hate that because I, I work, I, my, my line of work. Yeah. There's people that are customer facing and then there's people that are not customer facing. Mm-hmm. And like these decisions will be made by people that don't work with the customers mm-hmm. or yeah, I'm a credit union. So members, yeah. um, and sometimes they make the decisions and it's like, how out of touch are you exactly like, that's great that you think this is a good idea, but you know, this is going to upset people and you don't have to deal with it because you're not customer slash member facing. I hate when that happens. So no, I get yeah. no, but like it's irritating, right? Like it's like it this like, guy comes like I'm the big boss man. Give me your lunch money. Like, you know? and, and and everything that you studied for a gazillion years in science school is wrong because I'm the boss. Whatever. Like I don't know. I don't even know if he's in NASA anymore. Boo. But um, like I guess like before we move on, I just want to call out a couple other like interesting planet names. Those other planets, those dwarf planets. Oh, they've got okay. cool names. Yeah. Hydra, Nix, and Styx. And Kerberos and Maki Maki. They'd be cooler if there was a planet called Snake. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, like, that's the... I don't know that those are cool names. I don't know. I want to name... I love naming things. Dear NASA, I love naming things. So, if you guys find an... I I don't care if it's a dwarf planet. I'll name it. Yeah. I ain't gonna... You're a dwarf. You're still a planet. You're still a planet. You just... Smaller than the average planet. But, and, and, but again, like the whole thing is like, but it's mighty. Like just, it's like I tell Gomez all the time. Mm-hmm. Gomez is tiny but mighty. If y'all missed it, uh, we just recently found out that Gomez, who was formerly Zelda, is a they, Gomez. If they yeah. listened to last week's yeah. episode, there was the whole okay. entire explanation. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, Gomez. Um, so yeah, science, apparently, it's um, can 
you can use things like the suffix ish and things. You can say planets that clear a neighborhood, which is also just really aggressive. It's just not really exact. Yeah. So, yeah, science is not super exact. Science can also be even more bananas. But, like, there, there is, okay, but there are certain, isn't there, words, isn't there, like, a term for certain things that are, like, fixed scientifically? Like, Laws. No, 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 no. Like, isn't there, am I making this up? I feel like I've heard, like, hard sciences and, like, soft well, sciences. Am I making this up? Well, I think, yeah, like, math. Like, I think, I, I'm, I'm sure, like, if you get, like, Stephen Hawking's math, like, physics-y stuff, like, quantum physics, I think that's still, like, up, that's still made up a lot of, of, like, theories and hypotheses and things yeah. like that. But then, it, like, things that are laws are, like, it is, it is, like, like Newton's law, right? Like you know, for every action, yeah. Action, but those science, are thing- it's not the commonwealth of science. So any law that's passed in science can be changed and not remain in <laughs> effect. I think when we start thinking like that, science will no <laughs> longer be science. Jokes. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but th- but that's what's funny about it is that they like they have this whole. I mean, I guess at some point you have to decide on something, but I feel like it shouldn't come out of a. I don't know. Because it's just like... I I guess let me ask you something. Like, it's one of the criteria... No, no, no. Stop talking for a second, David Christopher, and listen to my question. Why... What is your issue? What... You have kind of like a strong, slightly negative, um, I guess, opinion about the voting process, and that is democratic in science. I do. Why... Why is that? I, I think, I mean, I think it has... An annoy. I think it has room, but I think it's introducing certain, like, fallible concepts into... Like, science, I expect my science to a lot of times be, like, something that is tested, that you come up with, like, a thought, you test it, and, and this is, like, it almost... It, it seems like it's introducing feelings, because, like, when they... That's my whole point, when they said, like, here's the three criteria. They, that's what they voted on. Like, what if they had one other one, like... And they were, like, the, the fourth criteria is it's named after a Disney character, right? Well, then no, it could I be just... Planet. Okay, if I may. Yeah. I know you very well. I met you Memorial Day weekend. Well, actually... I met you, mm-hmm. like, yeah, four yeah. years previously. But the first time that you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you really remember meeting me was Memorial Day weekend 2006. Okay. I know you True. better than I feel like yeah. anybody else. I'm sure your best friend, Brandon J. Carr, would want to fight me on that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I know I can take him. I'm not scared. So, I know you better than you're, even you're, Brandon you're J. <laughs> Carr. <laughs> I, this surprises me. This is surprises me that you have this opinion, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. You never like to just accept that is the way it is. No. Of all people. I tell yeah. you something, and I'm like, I just read this article, and it had this fact, and it said this, and I will cite the yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. And you're like, hmm. I don't know about that. You are always questioning. Yeah. And as a scientist, mm-hmm. I feel like all they do is question. You should have yeah. been a scientist. I always tell you, I think <laughs> you would be a great yeah, politician, yeah. but I feel like really you would be an amazing scientist just because you never really accept a final answer. If somebody says no, and I have adopted mm-hmm. part of that like personality yeah. trait of yours into my everyday life. But now I do it in a Maggie way and just make everybody's life impossible. But <laughs> you don't accept things and you're always questioning, you're always challenging. And I feel that makes more sense for like a scientific mind. Mm-hmm. And so it shocks me. No, so I'm, I'm like, first of all, like my, like in terms of what the consensus on Pluto being a planet or not a planet like what it is it has little to no bearing besides basically this conversation on my life like it like i don't necessarily care about that all i'm saying is like i it's it's not even the fact that it's brought up through a democratic process i mean i think at some point you do need to have a democratic process to vote on something but i feel as though like it's almost like they threw a couple like criteria into it and then used it okay well how, how would you want it 
to happen. If you if you don't like this whole democratic yeah, yeah, process, yeah. what is your preference? Yeah, like for well, a scientific community who's listening. Yeah, I feel like yeah, no, I, I, which is vast. Vast. Yeah, we have a lot of investigators, a lot of detectives, and a lot of scientists. That we do. Show. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like. I, I think I, I, just because I don't just like. All I'm, I'm just. I think I, it's not even that I'm upset about. It. I just uh, the the absurdity that they're like. We voted on this to be a science, right? Of anything else to tell me, Professor Beardo von Weirdo. No, it's no. no yeah, Pluto is is a rock out there and it's a it's dwarf planet it's a dwarf planet but i love it whatever whatever it is i love it cool yeah man so if you're done with that mm-hmm. i want to talk about hair braid schemes is this science related it is science related i just scientists <laughs> you guys are crazy like you guys really are like i think like, I don't know. People use, people make fun of people that are, like, really... I don't know if that's even a thing anymore. But it's, like, there used to be, like, this old thing where people would, like, make fun of people that were into sciences. Yeah. Like, they were, like, dorks and stuff. Yeah. And you guys... I love you, because you guys are a little nutty. Yeah, they're all rich now, too. Um, They're all... I don't even care about that. Yeah. But, like, good for you. Yeah, like, yeah. all I care about in my life... Pff, romance? No. Yeah. Like, being a good person? Pff, Nah, that's that's not true. I want to be a good person. But I do put a lot of emphasis on, like, earning potential. So go scientists with your earning potential. Get them Benjamins. Get it. Um, Anyways, so scientists, they're a little bit crazy. A little bit nutty. And I appreciate that because I am me. But what I want to talk about, and it does have to do with, like, NASA and space and stuff, is... Did you guys ever hear about the fact that scientists apparently wanted to drug spiders? It's mean. Yeah. I want to preface this, okay, before we have any animal rights yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am arachnophobic. I am terrified of arachnids, except for crabs. I will eat you. You are delicious. But they are crabs arachnids. I, no, they're. I think they're like lobsters. They're, lobsters got to be arachnids. No, they're not. Like so, they're they're a whole like they're crustaceans and they're related. They're, like, they're exoskeletons. But I think lobsters. We've already talked about this. I don't want to gross everyone out. Okay, that's so, another anyway, episode. Arachnids, eight legs. I'm terrified of them. They scare me. It's all good though because I'm trying to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And so you. Of all people have to admit, I have come so far in my, like, quest to be okay with spiders. Oh, for sure. I'm not going to hold a spider. I'm not. No. I'm, I'm not going to hold a spider. I'm not going to, like, own a tarantula. I That's, like, the one... I was going to say that's the one thing that I wouldn't name, but I yeah. do name spiders. Because um, well, we, we, we had... So we had, we've had two spiders that were named. So I decided I wanted to be more comfortable in nature. And so like during, I guess it's like, what is it? I think it's usually like late summer, early fall here Mm -hmm. when it's like, boom, spider season. The spiders come out, yeah. And they're like all over the place. Like they're constantly building their webs and everything like that. So before it used to be like me calling David, even though he works in South Lake Union and we live in West Seattle, it's like uh, no traffic is a good like 15, 20 minute drive. Um, but I'd be like, you, there's a spider. You have to kill it. Get out of the house. I, I, I am doing things like I am taking care of the spiders. Yeah. And at first I was killing them. Oh, that's so mean. I know. That's so mean. Terrible. I think a lot of people <laughs> kill them, but I started thinking about it. And in my quest to be a kinder, gentler person, um, I started realizing that's mean. Like they just, <laughs> they kind of were like, oh, that door is open. What's in here? Because I do that when I go to places. Like if I'm like walking around to like an antique store or mm-hmm. something like that or any store and I'm like, oh, there's an open door. What's in here? And I come in. That would be so mean for somebody to come with a shoe and be like, boom, yep. you're dead. 
I just walked into this room. I am so yeah, sorry. I'm just, I'm just, I live really bad. Why did you squish me? Um, so I'm trying to be a better person. And I have made a lot of progress. So um, I named a spider. His name was Kevin. Mm-hmm. Kevin built a web mm-hmm. in one of our shrubs. And then sometimes Kevin would get a little crazy and be like, let me see how big I can build my web. Yeah. And he would build it across our sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And so one day I was like, Kevin, no. And so I took the spider web in my hands and picked a piece of it and then carried it over to our shrub. Mm-hmm. And Kevin didn't attack me. He like, he knew his place. He was like, I get it, ma'am. You're scared of me. But you're also bigger than me. So I'm not going to do anything crazy. Like, I'm not going to jump at you. I'm not going to do any. I'm not going to crawl really fast. And, like, I just moved Kevin. So I named him. I was like, you're safe. Just stay here. We walk here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to destroy your home. That's the other thing. Can you imagine, like, if somebody just came over and just, like, just poof, like, destroyed your home? That's really rude. So I was like, you'll be safe. Now, Kevin was fine, but then Kevin got a little bit too comfortable. Yep. And Kevin called up all of his bros, mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, I got this place. There's plenty of room. And then all of a sudden, we had, like, seven spiders building their, like, it's not true. There yeah. was, like, three. But we had, like, multiple spiders building webs. And I was like, y'all, that's fine, but keep it down, because they were throwing parties. Do you know how crazy it was? And I was having to clean up their beer cans no, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was terrible. Cigarette noise, butts noise all over the place. Noise complaints, yeah. because there was, like, spider, like, spider club. Mm-hmm. So... So, and then, of course, we had gigantic Stevenson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who you rescued. Yeah. And I asked specifically that you not kill him. And I didn't. I, I let him loose. And that's why they won't kill us. That's true. So, I made a lot of progress as somebody that's arachnophobic. So, when I came across this whole NASA study, it made me sad because it's, like, mean. Because they can't... They, they don't even get like five dollars. Like they like they don't volunteer mm-hmm. for this, and they don't get any subsidies. But let's get back into the story. So what happened in 1948? And this is before NASA, right? This is the thing that happened before NASA. NASA stemmed from the Air Force. Yeah. But was it like the late 50s, early 60s? I don't know when yeah. officially NASA became a thing. But there was a zoologist, and his name was H. M. Peters. And apparently, he was super annoyed. (laughs) This is so random. I understand being annoyed with traffic. I understand being annoyed with a lot of things. But this particular annoyance, I'm like, why why though? I don't understand what your issue is. He was annoyed by the fact that garden spiders Hmm. would build their webs between 2 and 5 a.m. Yeah. So rude. Were they loud like the spiders in our neighborhood? Maybe there was a lot of jackhammers. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, there was yeah. a lot of like and stuff. But he was frustrated, right? But he was super frustrated to the point that he actually went to a pharmacologist named Peter N. Witt. And he said, drug them and see if they could start building their webs earlier. This, I is don't. Of, this is out of control. This is so out of left field. I don't know what the issue was yeah. between 2 and 5 a.m. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm sleeping. Yeah. You're not disturbing me. You're taking your butt rope and you're making, <laughs> you're making, you're making your home. Yeah. You're super quiet about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is this an issue? Apparently, it was Some an people issue are tonight. just so hypercritical maybe, about maybe, everything. Maybe he was a sleepwalker. Maybe that's why it was bothering him. I, I don't know. But anyways, he was so yeah. annoyed. So he got with his pharmacologist, um, Peter, and they drugged them. <laughs> so they began researching the effect of psychoactive drugs mm-hmm. and the effects that it had on the spiders. And they made a very interesting discovery. None of the tested drugs changed the time of day that the spiders took their webs. <laughs> But so it so basically 
They tried drugging them, I I guess, to see if they would, like, maybe sleep. Like, alter the timing or something? Did he, was he going for, like, a 9 to 5? I don't know. That like, seems I think, more I think just, inconvenient. Like, first, of all, first of all, like, I, like <laughs> somebody who's that much of a control freak is like, I'm going to go find a pharmacologist to actually put together these, like, cocktails to somehow feed to the spiders, and then, like, they'll build at a certain time. Like, um, whatever. Like so, so, it didn't change the time that they built, it, mm-hmm. built them, but it did have a huge impact on the size and shape of the spider webs. Yeah. And so this was like a study that happened. And then later on when NASA was like like really like taking off, they were like, hey They had budgets galore probably at that hey, point. <laughs> weird, annoyed <laughs> zoologist HM Peters and Peter and Wit. Remember that study you did? We should totally test all of the drugs on spiders. <laughs> so, so this is so mean. And I just wanted to say, spiders listening, if you or anyone you know was impacted yeah. by the drugs, yeah. <laughs> please contact the attorneys at. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they did. They totally took spiders and they gave them all sorts of drugs um, to 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 look to see the toxicity. But it was and, nothing for space, though. It was just like no. They were, NASA was like, we have all this extra funding. Let's go buy some Let's, drugs. This is what, scientists are weird, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. Like <laughs> like science bros are like, oh man. Yeah. Here's what I imagine. They are scientists and mm-hmm. they know how to make chemicals and yeah. they make all sorts of like I don't know party chemicals yeah. and then i think these conversations i happen. guess i don't know it just it feels like it's a weird place to come i'm out saying of. that yeah. i feel like scientists yeah. are on drugs a lot All and this them. is where they come from like and i don't think i'm wrong because hello elon musk yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so anyway some of the drugs that they tested them uh was uh lsd mm-hmm. caffeine mm-hmm. uh they give them speed yes specifically um Benzedrine. Mm-hmm. Um, they also gave them marijuana, <laughs> uh, mescaline, um, peyote, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, sleeping pills. Uh, chloral hydrate. Whoa, I'm not good at medical terms. You're and totally. Like, you're not going to talk that, man. All right, yeah. I was very nervous. Yeah, now you're good. Um, and you know why? But why? I don't know. Just because they were scientists and were like, we have money. Let's see what happens. This is weird. Um, So, of all the drugs, spiders did best on LSD, Mm -hmm. mescaline, and and peyote. Yep. Um, And so, uh, and, and, (laughs) and then the ones that were given marijuana, they just kind of gave up. They kind of were just like, I'm good fam. Like that's that's good enough. Um, and then on speed, apparently the spiders went crazy, and 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 they were like building webs, but it was like super like shaky and not not where you want to call home. Yeah. Um, and there was like all these things, and actually you can look up pictures of the webs of yeah. the spiders. They're amazing when they were like <laughs> the LSD ones look like rugs. they look like they look like kind of like a cool like. Kind of psychedelic place so to hang the, out. The L, so, like, you have, like, your normal web with, mm. like, the, you know, with the regular design yeah, that yeah. used to. And then the webs from the spiders. I, <laughs> poor little things. Did they roll this, tiny little joints and give it to this, them? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of hope so. That <laughs> the spider's like, hey, man. <laughs> You ever think about the fact that we have string that comes out of our butt that we used to build our home? That's weird, right? Like, I feel like that's how the spiders yeah, yeah. are. Um, it's a good after school special. Like, look at the productivity of this spider. Like, like it didn't, it didn't do much. I don't know. Like, I just feel like it, it which is just weird. Like, when they're like, let's just test all these things. And, like, that one guy tested it, and there was, like, no really... A meaningful like thing happening and then like let's test some more and no it was just like they were bored and they were like what happens if we give a spider lsd but that's not all no we are like an infomercial it it can slice dice and julianne so nasa science nerds were like hey guys you remember when we experimented on spiders what if we go bigger 
go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> and so people probably are like, oh, right, test the effects on humans. And NASA's like, right, or <laughs> dolphins. Hmm. Dolphins in space? Yeah. Because yeah, all, all the oceans in space. NASA? Yeah. You go to space. Dolphins are in water. But they're like, we should totally give drugs to dolphins. Yep, so yep. they gave dolphins LSD. Well, it was one particular dolphin, I think. Oh, like one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so Laika was the name of the dog that, that went, went to, to space, outer space, space with, with, with Russia. To meet Pluto. And then there was a chimpanzee yep. with Nessa. Yeah. It's not Bubbles. That was Michael Jackson's <laughs> chimpanzee. No. What was his name? I, don't I know. I'm forgetting his name. Because the famous chimp is Coco. But, like, that sucks, though, too. Oh, Coco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they gave a dolphin LSD. Um, <laughs> and it didn't. They were hoping that it would, like, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, maybe their hope was that it would open up the mind of the human um, to be able to communicate with, like, this species, right, that, like, was completely different from them, right? So maybe the hopes of, I don't know, were they thinking well, no, of, they like, were, like, aliens? No, they were, because I thought about that, too, and so what I read in it was that, like, the dolphin, like, it was basically, like, they were bonding. They were trying to figure out, like, ways they could communicate and, like, bond them, but they're like, this is not going fast enough, so let's feed it some LSD. So they gave the dolphin LSD, and its web that it built was so amazing. <laughs> it didn't build a web. Um, it didn't do anything except, oh, baby, that dolphin was like, how you doing? <laughs> so the bond works a yeah, little yeah, yeah, too yeah. well. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think they ever, like, I don't know, like, I don't think I ever went anywhere, but I know that dolphin was, I just like, know that definitely. NASA, NASA just made a whole bunch of spiders, dog, mm-hmm. like, drug addicts, dog, made spiders a whole bunch of drug addicts, and then the dolphins, they just found fire. It's so, <laughs> but it's, it's just, like, I, like, I, 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 this the, dolphin was, like, how you doing? You, <laughs> can I get you a drink? <laughs> yeah. They, they, but, like, the, I, like, I had read some other stuff like there's been like lsd and a lot of psychedelics are even like are super in the news now they're experimenting on like how can right. they treat ptsd and yeah all yeah because yeah. like oregon yeah um just this past election they legalized for psychotherapy right yeah. um psilocybin yep. which is magic mushrooms yep. um so so it is something that's been used I get psychologists. This would make sense to me. The LSD with the spiders and the dolphins would make sense from a psychological standpoint. Let's look at like what happens. Like when yeah. you give a spider LSD, is there something that can make them more productive? How can we yeah. translate that to help humans that may not be productive? Like, is there a certain like points, you know, in which they, I yeah. don't know. And then, like, dolphins, like, oh, let's try to get, like, a bond. And could this help unlock people's minds so that they could bond with other humans? I get that. NASA? Yeah. You wanted space spiders and space dolphins high on LSD? Like, this is what you want? No, that's... You are gonna, like, really enrage the reptilian aliens out there with, like, high... Space dolphin. Like I feel like almost like that study would have made more sense actually like on the actual astronauts. Like let's do let's like see no, how we can push their psyche Maybe? to like the I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Because space is a weird thing. You ain't ever gonna get me on a spaceship because as I have told you repeatedly, I am terrified of ever being in a vessel mm-hmm. and looking back and looking at the planet Earth and I'm not on it. Can you but imagine if you that happened and you were taking LSD? And I was on LSD? I don't know. I've heard about the bad trips, and I'm yeah. terrified. <laughs> I, I just—it's so interesting. Like when again, like there's there's all these applications that these these psychedelics are potentially being used for for like PTSD and all these things like for people. But like they've been trying it for years, and there was one other thing I'd come across. Like it was not NASA related, but like there was an early LSD experiment. Did you ever hear the term uh, "elephants on acid"? 
Not elephants. He gave an elephant like this massive no, dose of acid. They're gigantic puppies. Well, so that's what they were trying to like. This actually, like, I don't know. There, there's a specific like state of mind that male elephants go into when they become territorial, and it's like when they're like charging and they're aggressive and they like just like go crazy. And they wanted, they were trying to evoke this response, and they couldn't do it. And so they gave it a gigantic dose of LSD. It didn't work. That is so mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that's just rude. So they just, I don't know, like, I, like. Scientists just stop with experimenting on animals. Like, you know as a human what you sign up for. Yeah. You know? (laughs) It's what it says. (laughs) Like, but like, if you're a little, listen, science, you know how messed up that is? I am defending spiders. They, I, and, and the more I think about it, Or maybe these, the spiders like so it. So I'm thinking about... Here I am just being like, that's rude. But maybe the spiders are like, um, shut up, free drugs. Yeah. So I'm talking, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm thinking about these, like, kind of, like, nerdy scientists administering drugs to animals. And, like, and I was thinking about, like, we were watching a chess last night. The, the Oh, American Horse. Yeah, and the, those characters, like, those two, like, nerdy guys were the exact opposite. They were testing on themselves. Like That is true. They were just... If you have watched American Horror Story Apocalypse, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, still not my favorite. Thus yeah. far, my yeah. favorite is American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah, absolutely. Mine too. I stand by that. Yeah. Followed closely, closely by Coven. Because, again, aestheticism. I get... My friend Tyler's arguments as to why he didn't like Coven, totally understand that. Visually, stunning. Yeah. And then, of course, Stevie Nicks. Yeah. You have me at Fleetwood sure. Mac. Yeah. And there's so much Fleetwood Mac in that series or that, that season. But, yeah, nerds, drugs, y'all need to settle down. Yeah. And, like, yeah. just settle down with the planet name, too. Never. Yeah. No. So, I think that was... That was it for this week. That was good. I liked, I loved the intro. I'm glad we actually have an official intro. Mm-hmm. It's official. Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, not, like, no. No, it's not. But like. I'm going to be. In, yeah, we'll see. Right. Like, there's I just, things. You know, sometimes you're in a mood. And yeah. what am I supposed to do? The same theme song yeah. over and over again? Yeah. Ugh. No. I'm going to switch it up. Or not. I don't know. Somebody could actually write us an intro. I, not me. Yeah, I... I have a guitar, but I don't know how to play it. You got a beat machine, too. I do. Man. I do. Um, anyway, so thank you once again for joining us. We hope that you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Um, do you have anything left to say, No, David just, like, be respectful to planets, whatever they want to be, they can be. And please... Just don't... Public service announcement. Yeah. Do not give spiders... And dolphins, drugs, or elephants, or elephants. You are not a professional. You are not yeah. a NASA scientist. Yes. Thank you so because. much. Thank you. And I guess we'll see you next week with another uncomfortable truth in hairbrain scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.